Welcome to another episode of the Religion Law Podcast, where you learn about religious freedom and other religion law-related topics through a short question-and-answer format. I'm your host, Michael Fielding. Let's see how you do on today's quiz. Welcome to Religion Law Quiz number 46, numero 46. All right, let's jump right into today's quiz. Religious schisms in churches happen from time to time. In more extreme situations, this will cause a number of people to leave a particular church. That, in turn, raises the critical question, who controls the church's property? And so the question is, well, that is today's question. Who controls the church's property when there is essentially a fight between two groups of people within a particular church. And we're going to be looking at Kansas and Missouri law. Uh, I suspect it's probably generally the same throughout the United States, but obviously you can do a Google search or uh, some other uh, internet search to try to find the answer. All right, so what's the answer? Well, I'm going to read two quotes. One is from Missouri and one is from Kansas, and the rules are the same. So here's what the rule is in Missouri. And this is a quote I should say, and I'll, I'll put all the citations in the show notes. Quote, it is the general rule that in the event of a schism in a church, the right to possession and control of the church property remains in that faction, whether majority or minority, which adheres to the faith, doctrine, and established practices of the church as it existed prior to the division, close quote. All right, so just to emphasize the key point, it doesn't matter whether it's the majority or the minority, the property is going to remain with the group that is adhering to the practices as they existed prior to the schism occurring. All right, so now let's look at Kansas. And again, I'll have the citation in the show notes, quote, when a schism occurs in a church, the all-important question is which of the rival factions adheres to the fundamentals of the original tenets, beliefs, rules, and practices of the organization, and as against those who have departed therefrom, the civil courts, when called upon, will award the church property to those who continue to adhere thereto, close quote. All right, so... What are the practical takeaways from today's quiz? Well, I think there are a few of them. Um, and the, the short answer is if you are in a church, typically this will be a congregationalist church. If you are in a church and then there is this fighting over doctrine that occurs, and then the question is who gets the property? Well, we then go back and under the law say who was who which group is continuing to adhere to the doctrines and tenets that existed prior to the schism occurring. And so those that are what I'll call the traditionalists, those people that are in the traditionalist camp, those are the ones that should remain in control of the property. Uh, if if you are in the, uh, the the group of people that say, no, the doctrines change, we need to do something different then the courts are not going to be uh, very in favor of your position. Now, you say, well, what if I'm a member of a hierarchical church? Well, uh, in that case, obviously, the property is going to be controlled by the, 
the church hierarchy. So it begins to be a little bit of a different analysis because the the controlling governing body of the church is going to govern govern how that applies. So, for example, let's assume that you are in a hierarchical church and the governing leadership of the church is saying this is the doctrine and you maybe don't agree with the doctrine and maybe you even get a few people that this uh, that are in alignment with you and then you want to create your own little church well you can't just suddenly take the church building where you've all been attending and, and take it with you uh, that's going to belong to the hierarchical church which is adhering to the uh, traditional tenets or the tenets that it is teaching. All right, kind of a little interesting twist. Uh, it's probably something a lot of us don't think about, but again, it's good to know the law and how courts look at these things. I will see you again on the next Religion Law Quiz. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Remember, Religion Law Quizzes are for educational purposes only and are not intended to be relied upon as legal advice. If you have found this episode to be helpful, please share it and leave a review. Until we meet again, keep being an influence for good.